you're looking for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Toeir Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeirguitars.us, that's T-O-I-R-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.us, and contact Ed today. Hey, I want to take a minute to tell you about our free giveaway. Thanks to our friends at Four Gate Whiskey, we'll be giving away their batch 16 seven-year rye whiskey that's finished in a para sherry cask imported from Australia. I have no idea if that word I pronounced correctly, a para, but that's what it is. If you have not tried Four Gate Whiskey and you call yourself a whiskey lover, you need to get in the know and go out and get yourself a bottle now. All you need to do to enter is follow Top Hill Recording and Four Gate Whiskey on Instagram, subscribe to One Shot, One Mic, One Song on YouTube, and then email Top Hill Recording at Gmail that you've done those things and that you are over 21. Do it today. Hey, everybody. Brad and I want to say thank you for listening and thank you for the support. Please continue to listen and share this podcast on all platforms that you can. And if you'd like to support us monthly, we're set up now where you can go to anchor.fm slash Top Hill Recording. Hit the support button, $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the podcast. Recording Podcast, episode 95. What's up, Neil? What's up, man? Good day, man. We got another great group here with us tonight. We got the Highlanders Band. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. How are we? Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks. You uh looks like they not only brought one bottle, Neil, but two. These guys don't play yeah. games, man. That's right. So what would you guys bring? <laughs> uh, I brought some uh bullet bourbon single barrel Ooh. for everybody. Oh, yeah. One of my uh, favorites of the Bullet family, besides the rye, but uh, yeah. Which is exactly what I brought. Oh. <laughs> I looked at my shelf and I saw the single barrel as well. I was just like, nah, I'll bring the rye. I'm sure somebody's going to bring uh, bring the single barrel. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think the other three of us knew that these guys worked for bourbon companies, so we just decided to drink what they brought us. <laughs> Smart play. Smart, great play. I think Actually, so too. Great play because mm-hmm. they brought great bourbon. <laughs> so you guys yeah, worked at the distillery? So we work for a marketing company called Proof Media Mix. And so we're contracted for Diageo brand. So we do um, activation, mobile marketing, and the video production for anything from Bullet Bourbon, Johnny Walker. Um, who else we got? Don Julio, George sure. Dickel. Just about anybody in the Diageo. Yeah, it's a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty big uh, company at this point. It's the number two bed. Uh, I think largest. Second largest spirit Sazerac company. Is, in the, the only yeah, other Sazerac one I'd be thinking of. Yeah. It's right. a lot we're, of fun, man. Uncle Diego yeah. is great. Yeah, he's our, fa- he's our favorite. <laughs> Absolutely. So you, that would not be a bad job to have here. I, we need you to uh, try this amazing bourbon. Yeah. How do you yeah, get bourbon? Do you, like, what, what's the deal with that? How do you get... Because, I mean, I'm looking at this label and it's got a black X right across <laughs> this white label on the nah, back. We don't of need it. to talk about that. No, <laughs> don't we ask certainly do not ask, don't get tell. that one for free from... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've got plenty of leftovers, <laughs> you know. You, you work some events and they've got a plethora of leftovers yeah. that, you know, go out to people. Or Absolutely. sometimes they're open for events and you can't use an open bottle afterwards. So it goes back home and if anybody wants it, takes it. 
there's no shortage of booze around in our uh, yeah, industry, and a lot of fun. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. A lot yeah. of fun places to visit. A lot of fun people. Well, cheers, fellas. Cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers, cheers, cheers. Thanks for having, having us. Man. Yeah, of Thank you all. Cheers. Oh, this is 104. <sighs> yeah, so it goes down easy. Though. Yeah, that's all right. It is good. I'm gonna take this one home if you don't mind. So, what is the proof on that single barrel? That is a great question. 104. As somebody who 104. Yep. Yeah, 52 percent. Yeah, as somebody uh, who smooth goes and talks about it every day, I probably should know that without having to look <laughs> at the, the bottle. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're really good at our jobs, yeah. clearly. Well, we're we're uh we're you guys might know the company, but we're currently running a promotion, a giveaway actually with Four Gate Whiskey Company. I saw that. For sure. So I don't yeah. know if you guys have ever had Four Gate. I have not had it. I oh. have heard plenty. Dude, it's amazing. But I I believe it's probably the best out there. I think if it's we the got best. a promo code, it's the best. The reason. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, actually, we don't have any of that, but I wish because oh, I would freaking put the best in there and get some of it because it's really good. Are you guys in the drawing? I am not, but I will be after this podcast. Yeah, there we go. The drawing, yeah, make sure you get in it. It'll be five yeah. entries for sure. Guaranteed yeah. five oh. entries. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Maybe we can give away some bullets someday. Hey, some yeah, point we'll, down the road. We'll yeah, you there you go. All right. <laughs> so before we get going here, why don't you guys just go around the table and introduce yourselves and tell us your uh, place in the band for our listeners. Of course. Um, I am Colin O'Daniel. Uh, I play guitar, lead vocals, or co-lead vocals, I guess. Um, a little bit of slide guitar, uh, a little bit of drums every once in a while. You know, we mix it you up. Better, you better say trumpet. <laughs> okay, oh, a, a, yeah. recent, a recent uh, trumpeteer of, of 10 days, so we'll see if that pans out <laughs> I don't or think not. he plays it yet. <laughs> I was going to say, 10 days Ten days in didn't stop him from playing it live at two shows. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that later. later. <laughs> That's impressive, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's something. It was, it was something. That's it, was, it was something. Yeah. <laughs> Did it pay off? Maybe. Um, <laughs> anywho, I'm Beck O'Daniel. I'm his brother. Uh, I play the keys, um, guitar in some songs, and I'm also like a co-singer and songwriter for most of the band. Oh, and saxophone. That's kind of a similar story. I for more it. than 10 days? Yeah, he's for more than better. 10 days. I got a head start on him. It was um, also a drunk purchase, but we'll yeah. get into it later. Yeah. That's a good drunk purchase. Oh, it was the best. <laughs> it was awesome. Slowly <laughs> acquiring a horn section. Yeah, I know. One, one band member at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Sam's got French horn next. We got three. <laughs> nah, I'm low, I'm low end. I got to go tuba. Pan <laughs> flute. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Stay low. We just turned into a complete brass section. Yeah, that's, that's right. Cool. <laughs> well... I'm Jake McKean, and unlike just about everybody else here who plays more instruments, I strictly just play guitar. So I'm just lead guitarist, and um, cool. that's, yeah, end of sentence. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's right. Own it. Hey, um, you know, honestly, though, that's what most normal people do in a band. They, got they one play an instrument. Yeah, play yep. instrument. yeah you guys are the one. weird ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take I don't it. know weird. I would, I would say the special. The, <laughs> there there are, it is. That's nice. You guys are the special ones. <laughs> I'm Connor Goldsmith. I am also one of the special ones. I play drums, and if Colin wants to drum and let me play guitar, then I play guitar. But normally, <laughs> just drums. It's not that, that special. So, it's the best you're special. No. You're special. The most Sounds special. special, man. He did play bass one show for us in the very oh, yeah. beginning before yeah. he was in the band. That's right. That's because I ditched. I played hooky on a show, and then they replaced me. Now he's our drummer, <laughs> so I guess it worked out for the best. Uh, I'm Samuel Shansky. I'm uh, I'm just bass player. They don't. They don't want me on anything else. I'm not. Can't play guitar. I'll. I'll jump on any instrument that they're not playing in the moment. 
yeah. and just kind of mess around. Great riff maker. That's he right. Can, he can make a riff on That's most right. stringed instruments. Would not dare play any other instrument outside of bass live. And future <laughs> tuba player. That's yeah, exactly right. Tuba. Put that, so, that's a guarantee. Maybe after tonight, if you finish <laughs> that single right. barrel. Yeah. So are you like most bass players? Are you a convert to bass? Uh, I am not actually. I actually we just I, talked about. He that. looks like yeah, a bass player. Yeah, actually. I was gonna say I. Uh, I actually played. I played drums for like a couple months, and I took a lesson, and I hated. I once it was like, can you differentiate, you know, rhythms through each limb of your body? And yeah. I was like, no, I can't do that. I just took up the big guitar, and I've been playing it for fourteen years. Fourteen years thereabouts. Yeah, you're old. I know, mm-hmm. oldest, <laughs> wisest. Fair. That's right. <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I wonder if playing drums now that I th- you say you're using all your limbs, I wonder if you suck at dancing. If you can play drums good, I don't know. Gold, are you good at dancing? You good at dancing? Well, I'm not that mm-hmm. good at drums, so I'm pretty <laughs> good at dancing. <laughs> I can I can dance pretty well. I'm gonna say I can I'll move. Be honest. Yeah, I can, I'm not good at drums either. So. I would think a good drummer would be a good dancer. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's probably got the two step on lock. You know, yeah, he's still a little yeah. shuffle, I and can, he's got the hair. At the end got, of the day, I think kinda... like a great dancer would be a great drummer, but like if you can move your feet and your knees. And your arms. And do something and different do, with your yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah. You got different beats you know, going on, emphasizing. Yeah. I mean, then, then you can bit. probably play some drums. You got that. I should dance like. more, I think, is what... <laughs> That's a good point. More, yeah, yeah more should of we, the conversation. Uh, yeah. Should we yeah. write a it's song a, where maybe you're on drums, Colin? You can dance. I don't like dance. Just dance. The yeah. Song. Just yeah. kind of make your way through the crowd. And then I can be, if I introduce myself, I'm not just the drummer side. Yeah, you're the dancer as well. Which is nice. And we just tell the audience that you just use it as a practice just to make you a better drummer. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Or I just drum to become a better dancer. That's <laughs> become my man. That thing. Good grief. Neil, you looking to be a manager, man? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. Not you got some great all. ideas <laughs> coming out. Hey, how about we, we'll hang out. We'll shoot ideas. Yeah. There it is. Y'all take it from there. We need the wisdom. There it is. You can yeah. have it all for yeah. free. That's it. Right, hey, that's a, <laughs> that's a great We'll just keep bringing I bourbon. <laughs> managers yeah. make phone calls and that's what I hate to do more than anything. <laughs> Yeah, set things up. Yeah, no. I didn't know. Hey, me too, man. Me too. Y'all would never have a gig. <laughs> all right, so let's start with you guys just telling us the origins of the Highlanders band. How did all right. it all start? Well, um, what year? <laughs> what, four years ago? 2017? It was about four years ago, yeah. Yeah, 2017, I guess. It was me and uh, Sam here, and then our other friend who you might have been expecting, Sam Coriel, um, who has since sort of taken a leap of absence from the band just because he's in PA school doing... Big boy stuff. He's a lot smarter um, than us. He's a lot Mm. smarter than us. (laughs) Yeah. And had a lot uh, better things to do. (laughs) But uh, he's still trying to, tries to be as big of a part of it. And he still, you know, supports us and helps us out when we need it. But um, still in the group message too. Yeah, he is. Of course. He might just be in between instruments. (laughs) Maybe. He did get a fiddle right before he left. (laughs) See? He did. He's He's going to make a hell of a comeback. He's going to come back. Charlie uh, Daniels, man. (laughs) He's pretty good. I can't lie. (laughs) But uh, me, Sam, and Sam, we all worked at as uh, lifeguards. Um, at Lakeside Swim Club. Uh, I know where you're and, at. Uh, yeah, man. They had I just delivered their mail the other day. <laughs> <laughs> man, we were um, we were all good friends hanging out one night, um, pretty late drinking, and I guess realized we all kind of played instruments. Sam and I both played guitar, uh, and we found out Sam played bass. We were messing around. Uh, I think we were playing Run Around because I knew the harmonica intro yeah. and could play it at the same time. Like four the only notes. song we knew, yeah, four chords. Easy. Uh, and we kind of were drunk and texted our boss. Hey man, let us play Sunday Night Sounds, which is a like bi-monthly concert series they do at Lakeside. And he kind of uh, just kind of said yes, but was like, send me some full videos of a few of you all. And we were like, oh hell yeah! So <laughs> we recorded like the two songs we know and f- knew in full, <laughs> sent it to him. And he was like, 
Five, he texted back. He said, you're booked. You're booked. He didn't give us an option. $500, $500, two hours. Here's the date. And we were like, damn, we got to learn. Not eight, a bad first gig. We got to learn like it's 20 not. more songs. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, was, it was nice being in the know with that yeah. one. But uh, I tell you what, 18, whatever, however my song was, yeah, we I probably learned like 20. But like we learned 20 songs in like two and a half weeks, which we're all right. So how'd it go? It doesn't matter. You know? Well, I mean, it started at all, but uh, I wouldn't say they were great. We have one song in particular that uh, we never like hearing again. Uh, Money by Pink Floyd we were playing. <laughs> it's in a 7-7 seven, seven, seven. Seven. instead of 4. <laughs> and you messed up halfway through that 7-7 seven, seven for guys game. who have never played live before. I think we cut it halfway through and just said, sorry guys, we tried <laughs> we one. It's a great it. song. I remember in. watching that because I was there and you, I think you apologized did, like yeah. after every song. You're like, ah, we tried. we tried. And I was like, oh my goodness. It that turns was- out that we are out of money. <laughs> We've got to start playing this song. Yeah. You know, I've, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and I've been listening to one lately called um, Music, Music is Funny and it's uh, Raylan Nelson and her guitar player, but they talk about, and they talk to comedians and commonly they talk about booking your first show before you're ready because it forces your hand. It makes you learn 18 songs in two weeks. Uh, so part of just even taking that step to be like, all right, screw it, let's just book something. And then actually having, you know, the balls to do it, it forces you to be ready to perform. And then once you get that taste. Yeah. It was, that was it, man. And yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, probably for the next two years, every gig was just like that. I mean, we booked a Gerstle's gig, which was, at the time, was kind of our dream. We were just like, that was kind of where some of well, our friends that grew point. up going. Yeah. But they were a big band. We didn't have a drummer, man. We were a three-piece kind of acoustic band. And so we booked that, and we're like, we need to find a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> and we luckily got a buddy out of Nashville and had one practice. Yeah. And we also and needed, yeah, I was going to say, and we needed, needed a keyboard. That's true. I forgot you were there at that <laughs> point. So we brought, yeah, we I brought think my it was, brother in. I mean, that's kind of the case for everybody, though, is at some point, we booked a gig that we were like, oh, we might need a bit more firepower for this. And then we actually needed a drummer. So we brought him on. And I don't know how comfortable you were at the time with drums, but it was like, yeah, we're yeah. going to make it. Comfortable, like not really. I posted a really not great video of me and Jake playing with me on drums and Jake guitar. And you're like, hey, I didn't know you played drums. That's right. You should Dude, I never, I never saw that video. Uh, someone just told me, hey, Connor's got a drum set in his house. And I was like, he's in. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. It's right next and to his break dance. dance floor. <laughs> yeah, <I am. laughs> It's the weirdest thing. It's a great setup, though. His house is awesome. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, was, it's always been like that, man. Our, our very goal from the beginning, and up until about the last year or so, it happened is we always just, every show, we wanted to get bigger. And we did, man. I mean, for a while, we... We started at Lakeside, which was a three-piece with nobody. We played some, like, Linus shows in Lexington oh, yeah. with three-piece. We added back and started playing some of the bigger bars. We played Gerstles. Uh, we moved up to Tin Roof a little bit, and that was, like, a four-hour show, which, again, we were unprepared that was for. Terrible. Mm. Uh, then we started playing a lot of breweries. <laughs> they started building stages outside because we were bringing so many people. Um, then we started, you know, we had a few street festivals in the summer and then we started doing, you know, playing venues where they have sound engineers for us and it's only a music venue and mm-hmm. it's really been pretty incredible. That's great. Yeah. Having a sound engineer, that's when you're like, right, we'll, we'll keep playing here. Yeah. Yeah. Can, we can, yeah. We'll come back anytime you want us as long as you all take care of the sound. Well, I mean, talk yeah. about the breakdown setup ease. Yeah, I remember when I was too. grabbing for an XLR cable and he was like, what are you doing? I can handle it. So, that's awesome. <laughs> all you gotta do is plug and play, man. This yeah. is plug yeah. and play. Yeah. And the, band, the band gets pretty tired of me uh, getting all stressed out at gigs when I'm trying to because I'm I'm really the, uh, the the know-how when it comes to audio engineering and so everyone like wants to help but I'm just like 
man, like I don't know how to explain like what to do. Just like let me let me do my thing, and then then you get every set, everything set up, and there's that hum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I'm oh. freaking out, and it's like five minutes before the show, and I'm <laughs> just like, monster. that was like yeah. the most stressful thing of like tough. the first few shows we played when I guess we were still just like a four piece, like. We'd be setting up and then we'd like all unmute everything and you just hear just like the slow hum build up. And <laughs> like, oh no. It was normally my bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's always, oh, wow. it always Sam's Using fault. 10 year old cables from Doo Op Shop. <laughs> yeah. like, nah, it's fine. So when you all got the swim club gig, was that the first band you were ever in? Oh yeah, man. I mean, I didn't, up until maybe a year before that, I didn't even sing, man. I was, I've been playing guitar since I was probably eight and, um, Everybody, my whole life, was like, "Man, you got to sing if you're gonna if you're gonna play guitar." I played pretty decently, and they'd be like, "Man, it's not gonna be anything if you sing." Patrick Never Oliver, he, shout out. Yeah, he posted videos on Instagram. I remember before yeah. we started playing, you were posting videos, and I'm pretty sure your music account turned into yeah. the Highlanders. Because I already account. had some followers. It was a solo <laughs> COD music, Colin O'Daniel music, yeah. like something or other. But but yeah, that was the first time I've ever really played and sang in front of anybody. And I don't know where the confidence came from. Uh, we Patrick just, Oliver, dude. Well, yeah, it he was, takes credit. Yeah, that we was, have a family friend, and he's like a huge music dude, and he doesn't even really have a good voice. But you'll go over, hurt. and he's not that great at guitar either. Wow. But we can show it to him. He like he can't do like bar chords and stuff. He'll like. I mean, compared Just to you, him. I'm not roasting him. Anywho, <laughs> I'm trying to say a nice thing about him. He gave he has definitely, a great ear, is what you're that's saying. Exactly right. <laughs> he goes for it, which is what I love. Like he'll like scream songs and just like go for it in front of however many people are over at his house, which is awesome. And I think he said the same thing to you. But I remember I was playing like Rocket Man on his like broken piano in his room, and I like wasn't singing it. He's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I can't sing Rocket Man. Like I'm not Elton John." And he was like you're going to sing it right now. And so I was like, all right, fine, I'll try. And it sounded terrible. But I played yeah. very poor bass in a band for one show this summer going into college. And then everybody went to college. So that was well, the entirety you, of my band. You, you had experience. Guitar away. Yeah. Well, no, I, the first show I played with you all was like two years later because you couldn't play. So I had to do one of the four hour tin roof bass shows learn that yeah, you know you used my bass and your- you gave it back to me and the bridge was just collapsed and i was like i asked colin i was like does this kid just shred like i did not know the yeah, bridge was moment. like collapsed wow. and i had to like readjust everything i was like this guy's yeah gone. i do <laughs> we banged that four hours man well, he played right. he, he uh, played it with drums played it like he a drum he, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> he didn't know no man that yeah it was all it was all our first and I guess the confidence was that it was a lot of our lakeside people and so like we knew most of the people in the crowd and it was kind of funny I mean but then from there man it would just we love I mean you know once you do it you yeah, got that you, stage, you know yeah. what a party is a party yeah. so if you can take the party from the pool to the Gerstles and to wherever I mean that's that's where you start and then you get better right I mean I, I think the most triumphant story of the group though is, is Jake yeah it's very cause true. like how long have you been playing guitar oh I've been yeah. playing for four years Four That's years a, and had it never started live, but it was I came in at like just the right time because I didn't, I wasn't even playing when they were doing those smaller shows, and then right around the time when we recorded you know, I started our first songs, it was like two songs. weeks before. It was two weeks before we recorded a La La Land. Yeah, and so it was like, all right, I can kind of I can play guitar, and then I started playing with Colin, and it was one of those shows where they. Uh, we didn't have a drummer, so Colin was doing a lot of the drumming and needed a guitar. And so I came in and played that show. And then two weeks later, we're recording, and I'm just 
you know, going from doing absolutely nothing on guitar to playing a little, and then now we're in a studio. Like, I just got so lucky with coming in right at the perfect time. How long were you, you playing? I've been playing since. And when you, when that happened? Uh, a year. Yeah, like a year and a half, two years. Really? Even Self-talk? I mean, he, and he's he insane. Good. Yeah, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, it was all YouTube, uh, yeah. and he played with us, and I think it's still Colors, which we have never finished. We had, had this really oh, good chord progression for a song, about that song. and um. I was just like messing around with Jake in my college house and he was just noodling to it. And I was like, yes. <laughs> it's really annoying when you play for yeah. 15 yeah. years and then some kid comes in after a year of playing. He's well, like, exactly. oh yeah, I'm yeah. the resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> and it was in the studio. <laughs> I lived with him last year, um, with Jake last year and he like has a guitar in his hand like 24-7 and just like… 8 a.m. Uh, yeah, no. He'll, like he'll wake up in the morning like… Everybody's been out drinking and I'll like hear him at 8 a.m. Just like laying in bed, just going through scales like all over the fretboard. Just... I've walked into Jake in bed with, yeah, <laughs> yeah at like 9 p.m. With, with this guitar in yeah. his bed. Yeah. yeah. Got like, to. I, I wasted crazy. all that time. I haven't been playing. <laughs> I didn't get to play when I was eight years old. So I just got to, I got to <laughs> do it all the time. Do it in my Making sleep. Up for lost time. Yeah. yeah. So Colin, how did you fall into the guitar at eight? That is a story I really don't know. Um dad I, I mean i my my our dad our dad's from springfield kentucky and so i mean i had a little bit of influence they played a lot of front porch uh bluegrass. you know bluegrass stuff a lot of times so like he he had but he didn't have a guitar and didn't play it around the house he had a little mandolin uh <laughs> that I, I liked to mess with as a kid but i didn't know what it was and i think when i was a little younger i had a toy guitar i got for christmas that I just acted like I was Elvis or something. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I guess just kind of the music my dad listened to around the house. I guess when we moved to that house was a lot of like Jack Johnson, Dave Matthews Band. Five for Fighting. Yeah, Five for Fighting. Um, Avid Brothers as well. That's kind of got me mm. into that countryside. And I kind of just started wanting to pick a little bit. Yeah, there's Avid Brothers shirt. Who, who um, got your first guitar? It makes guitar. sense. Um, uh, Santa did. Uh, <laughs> oh, that guy? Was yeah. it Santa? Sure. We both oh, got no. matching guitars. Sorry. Was my, that was my first electric guitar. <laughs> no, <laughs> first electric guitar was, um, was, was Santa, but my dad took... Yeah, we both got acoustic guitars at the same time. We went to Mom's Music, and I got little, like, toy kids Yamahas, uh, but they were nice. My dad was like, they were probably too expensive for us because we were not good at it. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I, I You can't I say took, that now. Yeah, right. I took lessons, and it was some old lady, bless her heart, and she was trying to teach me scales, and I said, hell no. Yeah. I, I, I dropped it for a bit. And I came back and um, at doo-wop shop, took some lessons again. And it was a guy who was like, what do you want to play? Yeah, And I was like, uh, Beatles, Here Comes the Sun or something like that. And sure enough, like I kind of picked it up pretty easily. And then like all of the music theory came later. You just, you know, once you start getting the chords and the comfort- comfortability and, um, you know, the alternate picking kind of comes with a few songs and you get the finger picking. And then you're like, oh, the half of these famous riffs are just... A, major scale you know mm-hmm. and it all comes and then from there I kind of just went on my own and taught myself the rest the rest was from YouTube like Jake like the actual solo stuff and uh, Beck was the same way but then he just didn't play it as much dropped and went to piano yeah I was uh, pretty classically trained I guess my hands were too small okay, to play guitar my hands are smaller than his so <laughs> okay but I was like three years younger than you when we both started and yeah so I I dropped that pretty quick um, and luckily the house we lived in, the owners, I was probably like, yeah, I guess five or six at this time. Yeah, the, five. the, the owners of our house had two grand pianos and they didn't want to move both of them. So they just like left one, mm. which was awesome. Blessing. Um, yeah, super blessing. So I'd always messed around with that. My parents would like say, I'd come home from church and be like, 
finding the melodies from like what they were playing there. And they're like, oh, we should probably get them lessons. Some are calling some dude who I hated every day. <laughs> they were trying to get me to read music, which I really still like prefer not to. I, I don't think any of us can. Can anybody music. hear? I can't read I can music. read it, but like it takes me like an hour. Like, you all have yeah. seen my notes. My, yeah. my, whenever, <laughs> you can't write music, bro. I can't. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I gave my notebook to somebody where like I have to learn one of our originals after they've, you know, written at least like the, the framework of it. I come in yeah. and it's just like E to E2, like arrow to pentatonic C1. Yeah, pentatonic, <laughs> slap it. Like yeah. it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. And that's but, not referring to any of the music. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly, right. exactly And now I'll talk about my notes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I would tell my piano teacher every day, I'd be like, hey, this is my last day. I'm sorry. And then uh, he'd come out and be like, oh, like to my parents, he'd be like, this is Beck's last day? Like, you all didn't tell me. He's like, no, this isn't Beck's last day. But luckily, well, not luckily. It sounds bad. He got deported because his visa card <laughs> ran out, which was... A, yeah, yeah, that's a crazy Did story. you say luckily? <laughs> well, luckily. Lucky for me. Let the story continue. <laughs> Anywho, so I took like a brief um, gap for a while. Kept like trying to teach myself YouTube route. And then I found an amazing teacher, um, Pete, who is awesome. I need to go see him at Shout some point. Pete. It's been years. But uh, he played by ear, totally by ear. Um, and he helped me like develop my ear and we played so much. And he could, yeah, he could be like, what song do you want to learn? And I'd play it on YouTube and he's like, oh, is it something like this? And he'd play it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Like total crazy guy. Um, but then I took lessons from him for probably three or four years and then stopped and taught myself everything. But whenever I was learning the guitar, I always took it in two different phases of the muscle memory, like the physical playing of it, and then the music theory part. And you've got to learn what to play before you start playing it. And once you see, once you start learning the music theory and seeing the shapes, like especially on the guitar, everything repeats itself. And you start just learning shapes and you see like if the key changes, that changes. So you got to learn that first. And then the physical part is the part you can do when you're just watching TV or just like the mindless, just running your fingers Jake around. Jake is basically goodwill hunting on guitar. Yeah. He just he just like looks at the fretboard and just sees it. And then he just he writes goes musical theory on the chalkboard. And yeah. yeah, right. He questions. actually loves whiteboards. So he that's right. He's the yeah. biggest whiteboard fan. He ever. used to be a janitor at JCTC. Yep. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> now he's playing every night at High Horse. Wow. Well, let's listen to a tune. Tell yeah, us, tell us sure. about heading south. Heading South was actually uh, kind of spun out of work. Um, I traveled a lot. My first year I was interning and um, I originally did what Sam did, which is travel with a lot of our assets and bars and trailers to music festivals, after parties and events for a lot of the bourbon brands. So I was in Memphis a lot, Alabama, um, New Orleans. I mean, I was everywhere that summer. And I really enjoyed traveling because I was young. Um, hadn't been out. You're not young anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 20, I'm only 23. 23, geez. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's basically <laughs> downhill hill. from here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I loved seeing places. Memphis with, um, I was in a bar with, uh, they had this cool Robert Johnson mural, um, even though I don't really know why that was Memphis since he was, that was Mississippi, wasn't it? Crossroads and all that, but it was there and I thought it was really cool. Um, and, you know, just all these little things and the cultures and I just thought it was really sweet. Alabama, I'm a big St. Paul and the Broken Bones fan. They're from Alabama. Um, seen them a million times. So kind of all that came together and I just put together a little tune of heading south of um, just kind of, you know, like whenever, you know, whenever you say the words, I'm down to just go and travel and, you know, s see the world and experience all kinds of music and people and places. So that was it. And I kind of brought it to them and 
he came up with a little jam at the end and he had some nice piano and that was all La La Land with Ann Gauthier or Gauthier, however you pronounce it. I know she was on yeah. the podcast once yeah. and yeah. Yeah. she great. was great. So She's awesome. She's been on the podcast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's oh, yeah. so cool. Yeah, let's great. Okay. Yeah, well, let's check it out. Heading south. Johnson mural from back in uh, oh, in cool. Memphis or whatever that took. Just thought it was cool, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you guys recorded that at La La Land? Yeah, we did. I don't even know what number that was. Was that like four or five that we recorded? Or three? Are you talking like when we were like... Because we recorded River we Song first. River Song first. Then I like, forgot about River Song. Then was it Heading South? Get, get Back. It's almost like get a... Back. Back. Get Back. Because we had Whiskey, whiskey Dreams. Dream. Yeah, yeah, it was like four or five. Was that you on drums? Yeah. There's some yeah, there's some mess ups in there. Well, that, no, I wasn't. And, no, 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 no. We <laughs> had a lot of trouble. That <laughs> and different in the dark are we recorded that at the same time in La La Land. Yeah. That was my first time. I loved yeah. recording Head in South because I think that was one of them where it was one of the ones we did in like one take or like one or two takes, and we all played it together live. Yeah, we yeah. did that one and like, well, and we had the we kept jam a lot the of end. the first take. Oh yeah, I forgot about the jam, the bass line at the end. Yeah, it was yeah, fun. Recording cool. at La La Land was definitely a uh, wake-up call for us, though, that we're not very good at playing with click tracks. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, we were not a studio band at the time. It's a good... Our first recording took, at like... At the time, yeah. It was, like, eight hours for, like, one song. So many hours. Yeah. And we were, like, every, like, ten minutes, we'd be like, hey, Ann, we're sorry. Like, we know <laughs> everyone else is way better at us than this. I'm yeah. really excited to do our next one, though, because I feel like we've all gotten much better at, you know, yeah. just playing as a band. So I'm, and I'm just really excited to get the next album. So when you were, when you recorded that, did you record all those songs at the same time? Like uh, the same session, not necessarily the same night, but it was all geared at an EP or what, what was they going were on? Real spread out. One, because of money. I mean, we Always. were, I mean, half of us were, I guess, in that time. Were you all in college yet? Yeah, you were. In, 
Yeah. 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 They were in college. Um, I mean, so we were all broke college kids and we, all of our money that we put towards recording all comes from gigs. Mm-hmm. So we would save up and then we'd be like, oh, this will get us two songs. So we recorded, um, was River Song first? I River guess? Song was we the first song We recorded River Song very recorded. first. That took forever. We knew the framework of like what the songs were going to be. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've had the songs for a while, but yeah, I mean, they were, I guess... River song uh, was, and then get did back. that, and then get back was probably was a single. That was the single. That was, that was the first single. That was probably we ever released. That was probably months later. Um, so by the time River song was done, you you all were all tired of it anyway, weren't you? With the it, 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 it just it wasn't it wasn't it a wasn't solo a single. song, and it's not like what I think we wanted the band to be like. We don't want to release this and be like, this is our first song, like this is what our band is like, and this is our sound, because it just seemed like more of an album song to me, like. Yeah, it, it just, it, it didn't have that, um, we didn't think it would wow people. I, we love the lyrics and we think River Song is a great song, but we didn't want it to be the first thing we ever put out. So we kind of just kept it um, on, in our pocket and then went back, did uh, Get Back and Whiskey Dreams. And we had a lot of good feedback from just sharing those with people. Um, so we played that and then put those out and had great reception from all that. It's worth mentioning. So aren't some of the songs on our, on the first album, you record, we recorded ourselves. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's also yeah, we'll leave that, that for the listeners to see if they can pick out yeah, which one actually, was professionally recorded well, by Ann and which one. We well, think did about it too. The Goldie's people basement. wouldn't realize "Good Night," which we just put out all in my basement. I mean, that was that every single bit. Oh of, yes, Jake and I recorded some of that from my bedroom, and I sent it just over to Colin to like. Mix. Yeah, over the years, I've just gained some uh, equipment such as yourselves, and I've kind of. I bought a house recently this year and, you know, could be pretty loud now that I wasn't in, you know, an apartment or something like that. So, um, kind of had a basement and just started realizing I can probably record things pretty clean. And then we had, um, I would either send it to Anna Mix and then good night. Actually, we had a buddy, uh, a buddy now, but I didn't really know him at the time. Um, can't remember his name now. Freeman. Oh, no. uh, I, know it's Fre- I know it's Freeman. I can't remember his first Great name. Buddy. He was out of LA. <laughs> um, and I, I found him on TikTok or something and he had some giveaway or deal where it was like, submit this form and um, basically name your price, mixing and mastering. And I kind of told him what we had going on um, and sent him some of the tracks and the estimated price I was willing to pay. And I definitely lowballed him because I was just trying to see what was happening. He was like, Sure, man. And I was like, hey, let's see what happens. You know, if it's, I was like, if it's terrible, I'll just send it to Ann. Uh, but he won for some reason. <laughs> loved the song. Yeah, he like, was all about it. He said like it was his favorite one he's done in a while. And it's his like uh, wife who like lives with him's favorite one he's worked on. And all his family loves it now. And like he's asking us anything else you all have, send it my way. I'd love to like work with you all. Um, and he was just the best. Super nice. Um, was very attentive, which I appreciate a lot. Like Set like every time he'd come back with a, a mix, he'd be like, Hey, I took some liberties on you know the bass, I made it a little whatever. I added some classic, um, you know, plate reverb to this with you know some slapback and blah blah blah. If you don't like it, tell me, blah blah blah. And it was just super refreshing having um, someone like be very more interested to work with you instead of us being happy to like work with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool, and uh, yeah, so he's been great, and we'll probably work with him again unless I hope so unless some other stuff happens which I'm not sure if we should talk about <laughs> yeah we, we were talking happens. about that in the car yeah yeah whatever mm-hmm. we might have some big opportunities with some other stuff but um, it's awesome. not official oh, so yeah. I don't want to get people all excited and then yep. not have don't them, do so. it yeah. don't talk about it well good luck with that yeah, yeah appreciate it <laughs> so the guy whatever in LA worked with you on good night is that what you said correct yep. yeah okay yeah, he makes a master at all well you know we gotta play that one now Let's play the whole thing. Yeah, let's play the whole thing. 
pain. I had nothing to lose, but had nothing to gain. And right, good whiskey never helped a goddamn soul. But I pour a drink so I don't have to think about all the broken bridges and the folks I left behind. Drinking song with us. Uh, yeah. Beck wrote it. Definitely hungover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you all feel. Like I don't listen. I don't like my our songs are not on like my regular playlist. That's messed up, man. I, I know, right? Every I day. So, like, it's always really <laughs> nice to hear him play. And I'm just like, oh, wait, it's yeah, not bad. Yeah, not, yeah. not too bad. Yeah. Not, too bad. <laughs> not bad. Not bad for my basement. Who's playing slide on that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually outsourced. Yeah. Okay. Dude, Great buddy from Nashville that we don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, dude, that's some ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, uh, would you believe me if it was on a Fiber, Fiverr? If you've ever heard of Fiverr.com, yeah. I just want to mess around and see what lap steel would sound like. I love lap steel. I've got a, or it was pedal steel. I've got a lap steel. I'm really bad at it. 
I've wanted a pedal steel. Can't afford it yet. I was thinking it was you. I was like, dude, you need to do that more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would love to incorporate it more, man. Uh, I paid somebody on a Fiverr like forty bucks to just see what it would sound. Like. Wow. I swear to God, and yeah. he crushed it, man. No doubt. I gave him credits and everything on it, and was like, five stars. Oh my God, unbelievable! For yeah. you need to be charging way more. But yeah, it, it took the song. We were actually really nervous about the song at first because. We didn't have it. I had a guitar solo for that part. I can do some pedal steel licks with my guitar and then some other stuff, but there was, it was just missing something. It yeah. just wasn't full enough. And uh, I actually was trying to keep it a surprise. I know. I, I didn't, hated that. It was kept a surprise. He, he wasn't. Know about I, it he was like, after. I got something. Don't worry. And <laughs> this, I was like, this was his baby. Yeah, I was like, because, yeah, I wrote it and I immediately knew it was going to, it was like pretty catchy and it was pretty good. Uh, but he, I was like, we got to do something too. And he's like, oh, I got it. Don't worry. I was like, I am worrying. Please tell me what it is. And he like, for like, Several weeks, he wouldn't tell me. And I was like, dude, just send me what you have. He's like, it's so good. And he sent it to me. And I was like, okay, you're right. It's amazing. Why did you not just tell me this weeks ago? <laughs> Would you just sweat? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Also, right around the time he was telling us about, you know, I have a secret. I just thought that, like, ever since being in the recording process, every time I listen to songs, I think about, like, weird little things that are going on in the song and, like, how they recorded that. And the funniest part of this song was when... Those little, the parts where it says, pour a drink, and then, like, the crowd kind of says, yeah. pour a drink. Beck and I are just yelling at a microphone, and we had to do, like, 50 takes of it, you know, every <laughs> single time it said it. Those tracks are hilarious. And it's just, oh. like, start, click, and then we wait for it. Pour a drink. Pour a drink. <laughs> and our roommates are our just, roommates like, are sitting like, what? what is going on now? now they're like, dude, could you it's music, up? man. It paid off, though, because uh, everybody, when we play it live, yells it back, like, the whole yeah, time. Not even at the cool. ends, like, the whole time, just, I have a drink. Oh, drink. They all scream it back. So, you yeah, know, it, it, was, cool. it was cool, man. It and, is cool. Um, I had to tell Joseph Freeman, sorry, I forgot your name earlier, buddy. There it um, is. <laughs> when he was mixing, I was like, hey, man, like, these are really rough vocals at the end, like for the little chorus part. I was like, we want it to sound like you're in a bar, people are yelling back, some people are drunk, they're off key. And he was like, totally get it, man. Love that vibe. And he, he made it work and made it sound good. Yeah. Even though, uh, if you listen to the individual tracks, it is pretty, pretty pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> that would also that would also happen at like La La Land. Like Anne would be like mixing, like if someone's singing, oh, and she'd cut God. all the instruments, and you just hear like one of our voices or trying to hit a harmony. <laughs> and it's so terrible. Or instruments. She would do that. She'd bring us all in after we recorded a full track, and she goes, "I want to isolate the bass real quick." Yeah. And then yeah. she plays the bass solo. And I'm yeah, like, it's oh, terrible, do and that. it's her way of just saying like, "Do better." She came in <laughs> one, not this drummer. Thank goodness, we had a different drummer at one time. Oh, probably she, worth she, mentioning. Yeah, she, credit she, to Jack Minogue. That yeah. was one of my buddies. He came and played for what a couple months. Couple played, months. He played drums on Whiskey Dreams, and she came in. And she goes, you know, most drummers like care about timing. I love how you just get there when you get there and you don't really care. <laughs> and we're like, that's her trying to say like, play on time. It was dude. the biggest was backhand so compliment I've ever seen. Amazing. Oh my God. In all fairness man. though, Jack got it done and Whiskey Dreams. Whiskey that's Dreams the song that people sing back at us. Yeah, so. yeah it's true. That is yeah, the most sung songs. Wait, do we have that one? Yeah, that one should yeah. be key. I think that's probably last. Yeah, that's what we're going to go out with. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But before we do that, we want to make yeah. sure listeners know where they can go find you on socials, find you, find your music and all that stuff. So give us the rundown. Yeah, we're on uh, Instagram, which is probably our most used uh, social media at the Highlanders Band. Um, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, iTunes, Pandora, Amazon Music. YouTube Music. Uh, what's Jay-Z's? Oh, title. Uh, title. Uh, yeah, title. Yeah, we're, 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 we're I've never heard anybody promote that. Oh, right. yeah. We've got a website, well Highlandersband.com, um, which I should probably update more. 
kind of forget that. I didn't know we had that. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't even know we had a website. Uh, We're on Facebook as well. I think it's just at Highlanders Music. But uh, yeah, man, give us a follow. We're... We play as much as we can for, uh, you know, half of them being in college. And this kid runs D1 track at UK. So scheduling allow. We, we play as much yeah. as we can. Uh, in Louisville, Lexington, sometimes we're trying to get outside of that a little bit. But, you know, just so what's your What's your event, Beck? 400 hurdles. Ouch. It's it's brutal. It's very <laughs> painful. Uh. So we got to meet this weekend. In Louisville. I'm a little bit familiar with that pain, not for myself, but my daughter ran in college. Yeah. So she was an 800 runner. But yeah. She ran 800. A, yeah. Another. She ran two, four, and eight in high school, though. Awful. Yeah. She's brutal events. I was 400, 400 hurts man. enough without hurdles. You have to yeah. jump over. I don't know whose <laughs> idea that was. See, I, was. I was a 400 guy in high school and, yeah. and I had potential to go some small places. I wasn't as fast as him, but um, yeah, it's, he was doing the same thing as me and I was dying and he's jumping over things. Yeah. So. Uh-uh. Yeah. So I got to tell you, all, you guys were talking about how nice Ann is and the way she tells you you need to do it again. So we uh, <laughs> we never could we never could connect with Ann because she's so busy. So we ended up doing a remote podcast. Okay. And uh, we had, so when we do remote, we record in here on the on the uh, interface and then we use internet software to record the other side. Yeah. So I got to hit two record buttons. Mm-hmm. So we were talking to Ann for about 20 minutes and she says, oh. uh... Should my side be recording also? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that was our fault. Yeah. That's tough. Shout out to Ann. Yeah. She's yeah. a true she's, professional. She's really well. Yeah, and she, she started a great right job. back over and we yeah. went right to I it. I knew she was great when... Um, yeah, we said, we, we apologized and said, are you willing to start over? And she said, yeah, sure. So... <laughs> Yeah, we, we came in there and we knew we were not uh, doing very well that that fir- very first thing. And I got, I think Sam Coriel goes, and you get a lot of a lot of first timers in here like us. And she goes, I usually don't ask. And I was like, that's the way to do it. Yeah. And also now you know <laughs> why we're not very, <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, well, you you learned the most valuable lesson. If you don't have it locked down, and especially if if uh, a click t- track throws you for a curve, you just spend a ton of money. Working on one song, oh so gosh. it's like yep, I so bet true. the next time you, you know, two is major compared to one well, in, in eight hours. It's <laughs> crazy too because the so the first one you're correct they they have a few different rates at La La Land, but uh, there was like a flat rate for a certain amount of hours and for one single, and we used every single bit of that. But the next time we were like so adamant on uh, practicing and click track and making sure everyone knew exactly what they were going to play when they were going to mm-hmm. play yeah, it, just temporarily. and we were like, okay, we well, let's just do hourly. And uh, we can knock out hopefully three songs in the same amount of time, and yep. it's about the same price. And that's what we did. And we, you're, you're right. I mean, we just made us figure it out with the money. Lesson yeah. learned, yeah. man. Lesson learned. Yeah, a lot more rehearsed. Heck yeah. <laughs> and it, it translated live too. I mean, us playing together live now yeah. is a world of a difference from where we were Definitely. a year and then a year before that. Oh, yeah. We still need to do better though. We still. I mean, we'll practice like once, once or twice <laughs> before shows. We're all about live feel. We take the energy in the crowd and just make it up as we go. And, you know, no one cares. Improv. <laughs> <laughs> if we're playing like forecasts or something, we'll probably maybe get more maybe, than a practice. Maybe, maybe, practice. maybe, maybe two practices. Sure. Yeah, but I mean, as long as we're at the, the high horse fish tanks and uh, enchanted forests and all that, you know, we're, we're just going to have fun with it and make sure the crowd knows we're, we're also having a good time. Yeah, good. definitely have a good time. So we mentioned uh, Whiskey Dreams. We'll go out with that one. Tell us a little about that. Yeah. Um, I was born in La La Land. It, well, so I had had the lyrics in La I had had the lyrics before La La Land. Okay, yeah. So I, uh, this was, I, a lot of my best songs are written terribly hungover. 
like good night was written. I was thrown up on a pickup truck, like after <laughs> a night with my friends, like driving back to work. That makes you want to write songs, huh? I don't know what it is, but just man, his brain enough to... he was he was closing <laughs> his eyes to try yeah. to just clear his head, and then yeah. the lyrics. Like just I came woke to him. up and I love to write while I'm puking. It, it happens a lot. My strange addiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Whiskey Dreams was, um, it was, I forgot when it was, but yeah, I'd woken up and I'd been thrown up all night because I guess it had been a, a fun night. Um, and I was just, he guesses I, it was a yeah, fun night. I, I was just, I was just going between like closing my eyes and like hiding under my pillow. And then I'd like open my eyes again and try and type something on my phone and my phone would start to hurt my eyes and I'd like throw up again. But yeah, basically, <laughs> it was basically just uh, about you lead a hard life, tough, man. Tough yeah. relationship problems and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and then we were in between songs, I guess, while Anne was taking a little bit to mix. Yeah, um, and we were just sitting in the uh, beautiful La La Land that has you know Wurlitzers and all these great beautiful setups and guitars to mess around with, and it's obviously quiet, so we can bang around on the drums while she's doing her thing and not bother. But um, I think Beck was hitting a few chords, uh, like just the A minor or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, somebody started playing And I, I started doing that little intro guitar lick, and we all just kind of looked at each other like, that's really yeah, cool. Someone was like, we need to add lyrics to that. And I was like, well, I have lyrics. And then they were like, well, what are some Let's of them? Yeah. And they were like, oh, so we just, just kind of went from there, song. and it was yeah. fine. And then uh, I helped Beck kind of write the like little bridge, the bridge part because we needed one other part to, and then from yeah. there, it was just, we've got it. And that still is the one song uh, we play that intro lick for, just that and everyone goes, Whiskey Dreams, and starts screaming. They sing the whole song back to us. And that Mm. was the, that was the first time uh, we had ever played that people were like singing our full songs back to us. And it was a weird moment, man. It was cool though. Like, just having a bunch of your like friends and people that you like, you know, everybody supports your music, but they don't know if they like really like it. And they're like, if they're just at your show because it's a fun time, like, People are there singing every word and like, and I don't know if y'all can top that song. And it's just like, mm. all right, man. Which is, I'm kind of glad we're ending with it now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, we appreciate you guys talking with us and we're going to stick around and do some one shots. So, of course. Great. Hope it goes well. All right. <laughs> Here it is. Whiskey Dreams. Lights on So I don't think 